Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 92. Uh, so first and foremost, a couple housekeeping items. Um, the, the format of this podcast is going to be changing. So right now, and since episode zero, or episode one, zero, uh, this has been a two times per week podcast every Tuesday and Thursday, and I have not broken that format since the start of this podcast but going forward beginning the week of february 20th i don't know the exact date off the top of my head i'm not gonna lie um okay i just checked this it's february 18th uh beginning the week of february 18th this is going to turn to a one time per week podcast okay one episode per week and it is going to be on mondays well it's aiming to be on monday so every monday there will be a new episode and it will operate that way for, I'm going to say, for an <laughs> extended period of time. I don't have any plans of changing it. Um, and, th- you know, this was kind of something that I I fell upon around the 60 to 70 podcast episode mark, somewhere in there. I decided that eventually this was going to roll over to a one-time-per-week podcast episode. And the reason is there there was this this thing that i experienced after recording like 30 or 40 50 episodes somewhere in there 60 episodes where i started to realize that i want to merge the content a little bit more i want to merge the content a little bit more so i was separating a lot of this stuff the whole reason behind two episodes per week was one episode was going to be more focused on just physical stuff just training just exercising just working out just nutrition uh, just supplements, you know, just what happens in your body, like physically. And then the other episode, the second episode of the week was going to be just focused on mindset, just focused on perspective, just focused on reflection, just focused on like mirroring and all those things. And that was great for a while that that made a lot of sense to me in the beginning. And then as I continued to produce more content, there were times when I actually had to hold back I actually had to hold back. I chose to hold back when I was recording a particular episode because I didn't want to go too far in the the opposite direction of what that podcast episode was intended to deliver. Okay, so when I was recording a physical-based podcast, a body podcast, if you will, the Tuesday podcast, I didn't want to spend too much time in the headspace type stuff. I didn't want to spend too much time talking about that because I knew that I was going to be recording a mindset-based podcast in addition to that to complement it for the week. And I didn't want to bring too much of that into the physical episode, okay? And then vice versa. You know, when I'm talking about more mindset stuff, more perspective, more mirroring, more more outlook, things like that. I didn't want to bring too much of the, okay, here's what you need to tactically do in the gym in order to get this result. Or here's what you need to tactically do in the kitchen in order to get this result, 
I didn't want to, you know, so anyway, <laughs> I think the point is kind of driven home here. I want to now no longer have those restrictions. So going forward, I don't have a specific length of time that each, each episode is going to be. And there might very well still be episodes that are solely in one direction or the other. Okay. But I basically wanted to, to lift up the, the, the restrictions, the, the boundaries that I set for myself with this podcast back in the beginning, I want to lift that. So, uh, I feel with the, with the lifting of that, that it's got, uh, it's going to also like the natural fit is to move to one podcast per week. I don't see the, um, that I'll be bringing as much value if I force a second episode per week. Now, if it, if it works out that way, you know, maybe there will be some bonus episodes here and there uh, as a second episode and, you know, dropped in a week or something, but the intention is to move to just one per week. So, and, and, you know, I don't monetize this. I don't use this as a channel for that. This is purely just content to complement um, the, the brand a little bit, you know, me and my, my coaching brand and, um, and my, my Facebook page and everything else that I had to say. So it's just a, co- it's just a content channel. I don't monetize anything. So, um, anyway, just, you know, if you're a subscriber, thank you. I appreciate it. And if you've gotten any value out of this over the, the last year or so, um, then I'm, I'm thankful that I was able to deliver that for you. And I would ask you to please share this with somebody, share it with someone. If you've gotten any value out of any episode ever, just share it, share it with one person. And if you haven't yet leave a review and a rating in iTunes, that would go a long way for me. That would help me continue to spread the word and to get into the ears of more people who need to hear some of this stuff and become educated and learn more about all this stuff, like the perspective, the mentality behind it, as well as the physical stuff and nutrition and the physical stuff with how your hormones are you know, working and not working and how your muscles are growing and not growing and hypertrophy and atrophy and all that stuff. And um, I want to be one of those voices in the ears of others without also having like a ton of ads and a a ton of, of ways of trying to get their money. Cause that's not the point of this. So anyways, uh, that's that. If you got content, if you got value out of this content, please go leave me a rating and review in iTunes and share this with somebody else. So, uh, what are we talking about today? We are talking about consistency. Okay. Consistency, 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 and how most people, struggle with it. Now I'm going to preface this whole thing by telling you that if you can figure this out, if you can figure out how to implement this into your life with your lifestyle, with your schedule, with your routines, with everything, you will break out into a new level. Okay. If you can figure this out, if you can figure out how to break the consistency disruptions that you keep experiencing, you will move into a new level. Now, when I say a new level, I mean you will finally break through that weight loss plateau, okay, that fat loss plateau. You will finally break through that strength plateau. If your goal is to build strength and you're struggling to build strength, this will be the thing. Now, I'm not going to tell you exactly what exercises to do to build strength. You don't need to know that. You do, right? But you can figure that out. I know you can. Or you can put the right coach or trainer in place to do that. But struggling to keep consistent if you can figure that out, the rest will fall into place. I promise you that. Okay. I promise you that if I tell you how many curls to do, how many of each rep to do, that's not going to be the thing that makes you stronger. Okay. It all takes place up here. I'm pointing to my head. (laughs) Okay. It's all in the headspace. 
It's all in the headspace. Okay. In fact, all this stuff is in the headspace. If you can get your headspace right, if you can get your mindset right, then you can absolutely dominate. In fact, when I, when I enroll a new client, and by the way, my program, okay, the Mind Body Academy, that is not a cheap program. And I'm very selective. Okay. My program is, but I get results. Okay. I get results every time. And one of the things that I require of my clients, right? When we go right off the bat, we go into a deep dive about goals, a deep dive about what we want, what they want and how we're going to get there. And the first thing I have them do is start working that mindset piece. That is always the first thing, no matter how experienced the client is, no matter how much they have worked on this before, no matter what the results are that they've gotten in the past, the successes and the failures, the first thing we do is we, we focus on alignment. We make sure that the mindset piece is right. And I have never, ever had one client who didn't have some focus work to do there and then not say afterwards that, oh yeah, that was, that was necessary. I really needed, I really needed that. I really needed to ground myself and uh, kind of anchor myself a little bit from where I was because I was floating and, um, and that makes, it makes a lot more sense. I've never had one client who did not do that, who did not reflect positively afterwards, um, about that whole mindset piece. And so anyway, this is kind of a side rant, but if you can get your headspace, right, the entire like fitness, <laughs> uh, world is your oyster, if you will. So anyway, do you struggle to stay consistent? Are you one of these people that struggles to stay consistent? And I mean, struggling with nutrition, like you eat well for three or four or five days, and then you eat terrible for two or three days. And then you eat well for I mean, this is really common. This might be you people eat well, Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday, and then they eat terrible Saturday and Sunday or Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, that's, that's just <laughs> especially if you work like a, like a regular job, like a nine to five job and you have kids, it just, it almost is like, it almost is something you have to fight to avoid. And that's because of social reasons and coworkers and just whatever. There's so many different reasons and influences. Um, it happens to a lot of people. So maybe that's, maybe that's you, but do you struggle with that? Like, do you struggle to stay consistent? Do you struggle to have long-term consistency? When I say long-term consistency, I'm really talking about I'll just say 90 days. Do you struggle to stay consistent for 90 days? Have you ever been consistent for 90 days? Ever? Just think back, right? Have you ever been able to stay consistent for 90 days? All right? Are you someone that has experienced this where you're you're consistent for a week or maybe you're consistent for 2 weeks? You finally broke through that weekend cheat meal kind of mindset and you've stayed consistent for two weeks, but then you get frustrated or pissed off or annoyed that it isn't working after two weeks. And then maybe by some miracle, you're able to stay consistent for an entire 30 days, an entire month. And you're still frustrated and pissed off that you aren't down 40 pounds in a month. You haven't hit the goals that you wanted to hit in 40 in 30 days or a month. And you start to question, you know, why am I doing this? <laughs> this is taking away quality of life. Like this is so hard, blah, 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 blah. Are you one of those people? Are you one of those people? And if you are, I want to invite you to look at this one thing right now. Just think about this. 
Okay. Look at the contrasts, right? Think about the state that you are in right now. How much weight is it that you're trying to lose? Are you a five foot six female adult that weighs 158 pounds and you want to weigh 125 pounds because that's what you weighed in college and you feel much sexier that way. You feel much lighter on your feet. You feel much more confident. You are able to, I don't know, master the bedroom and the boardroom and be that completely domineering matriarch person that you want to be. But you can't seem to get to that point, right? Look at, look at it this way. How long did it take you to get to that weight that you're in now? Okay, so you were 125 pounds or whatever back in college, back in high school. How long did it take you to get from there to where you are now? It didn't take a month. It didn't take six months. It didn't take a year probably. I can almost guarantee it didn't take a year to put on that much weight. It probably took you five years. Probably took you six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. Maybe longer. So why is it, and this is very common, maybe you're a guy, okay, I, and, and this is exact, this is my, I want to tell you my quick story. I was 245 pounds in college uh, when I graduated in 2008, all right, and I am like five foot 11 and three quarters. I'm just under six feet tall, okay, just under six feet tall, 245 pounds. I had like a 44 inch waist, okay, now a guy with my frame, my height, at that age, like I, I should have been 175 pounds according to like the, the appropriate BMI scale, right? 180 is kind of on the 185 is kind of pushing it. Now I'm talking appropriate BMIs that doesn't really take into account muscle mass, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, I should have been about 60 to 70 pounds lighter than I was. I was carrying around a ton of body fat. So that took me years to get to that state. All right. I wasn't 245 pounds in middle school, right? But my eating habits and my lack of exercising and working out and movement habits led me year after year after year to put on five pounds, 10 pounds, five pounds, seven pounds, 11 pounds, nine pounds, over and over and over and over again until I was 245 pounds in college, borderline depressed, hated everything I saw in the mirror, hated the way I felt. I had zero confidence. I had no self-worth. I was uncomfortable around my own fiance with not without my shirt on. This is a woman that I had been with for years, several years, right? I, I was uncomfortable taking my shirt off at the beach in front of my own family and as well as complete strangers and all this bled into my normal life. Like I was uncomfortable standing in front of people at both in, in college and shortly after in my job giving presentations or talking about something that I was a complete expert on because I'd been studying it for so long, right? But I was so self-conscious because I judged myself through the eyes of others. Maybe you are in that situation, okay? A lot of people are, and I can totally relate to it because I've lived it, okay? I understand it. I understand it. And I've worked with plenty of people at this point, plenty of clients who have lived the exact same thing. So I fully understand it. Now I'm gonna ask the question again, how long did it take you to get to that state? For me, I know when I look back, it took me probably seven, eight years, nine years of bad eating habits, bad decision making, eating and drinking everything in sight, having no respect for my body. Okay, eight or nine years. And it probably took you the same or 
some other high magnitude of time, right? <laughs> a year, two, three, five, seven, ten, twelve years to get to the state that you're in that you're trying to move away from. It probably took that long, right? So for some reason, it, it, we, we develop this irrational thought that we can change it in a month or two months or 60 days or 90 days or something. And we get furious. We get irrationally furious after a month when we don't see dramatic results. And that leads to us breaking our consistency chain. So earlier in the podcast, I told you, if you can master this one thing, you will be able to achieve anything and everything that you ever ever wanted as far as fitness and health goes. Whatever the body of your dreams is, you can achieve it. Okay. Ladies, if that means you getting like the butt of your dreams and being able to wear whatever booty shorts, right? I know it's really popular. Uh, toning up and getting some definition on the back of your arms, that kind of stuff, you know, abs that are like defined, but not too defined, right? Stuff like that. And by the way, it's not shallow to want those things. Guys, if you want to get a six pack, if you want all that stuff, if you want uh, a huge chest, and a wide back and six pack abs and you want you want like chiseled up arms and shoulders great that's fine that's awesome actually good for you for being able to identify that right consistency is the thing that will get you there okay that's both men and women consistency is the thing that will get you there okay yes you need to know the specific stuff to do consistent consistently sure but the, the magic ingredient there is consistency. So how do you do that? I can tell you to like work out every day and I can tell you, you know, that's right. You can figure all those things out. And by the way, you shouldn't work out seven days a week. I don't really condone that. I don't think it's a good idea, but let's talk about how to stay consistent. Some things you can do to actually stay consistent. These are real. This isn't like high in the sky stuff. You don't need to go download a bunch of apps and buy a bunch of stuff. This is real and simple but very, very effective ways of staying consistent. And I use these exact things and I encourage my clients to use these exact things. And it's, it's just so effective that it will work on literally every single person. Okay. Every single person, it doesn't matter what your goal is. These things will work. Okay. Now the first is checklists, right? But not your conventional, here's a sticky note and here's my checklist. And the first thing on that checklist is work out. No. Um, I prefer to journal every single day, right? I prefer to journal every single day. I have my clients journal every single day. I will always be a fan of that. Okay. Now, not everyone wants to do that. I get it fine. And if you're not a client of mine, then I can't tell you to do it, right? I can recommend you do it, but I can't tell you to do it. So, uh, if you're not going to journal and by the way, a journal entry would include like a daily goal or a series of daily goals. And one of those things would be whatever it is you're trying to do for that day. If it's nutrition and you know, or training or working out, whatever, like that would be part of it. But if you're not going to do that, fine. What you do need to do, what I highly recommend you do is make some sort of goal checklist every single day. Like not a checklist of just like bullshit things you're going to do that day, like pump gas, go to the grocery store, mail this letter, do that. I'm talking about specific things to better yourself, to develop yourself. One of those things will be trained or work out, but what are you going to do specifically? What are you going to work out, right? What are you going to work out and how long are you going to spend there? What are you going to do? Whatever. Make that your line item on your checklist. 
Okay, make that your line item in your checklist. Now, if you don't check that off, if you are unable to scratch that out because you were, you know, you weren't able to uh, to actually do it, then you need to assign some kind of penalty to it. Okay, you need to penalize yourself. And I know what some people are probably thinking. Well, that's really harsh, dude. I'm not going to set myself up to penalize myself or something, right? What about self love and all that stuff? Well, here's the thing: you're trying to go after something that is uncommon. I talk about this a lot, uncommon and non-typical. That's right. For you to lose 40, 50, 60 pounds, 80 pounds, hundred pounds, even, even 10 pounds, really, let's be honest. If you're, if you're trying to go after something like that and get yourself closer to, or actually achieve the body of your dreams, that is not typical. And that is uncommon, right? Well, in order to achieve non-typical and uncommon things, you need to do non-typical and uncommon things. You need to incorporate non-typical and uncommon things into your life. You have to. You have to do that if you want to achieve it. That's the reality. And by the way, like little side note, this applies to everything in life. Okay. So for all you guys that are building businesses and stuff like that, you want to achieve big things in your business or you want to achieve big things in, in whatever you need to do uncommon and non-typical things and take on uncommon and non-typical characteristic traits in order to achieve that. That's the reality. And the same applies for fitness. Okay. The same applies for fitness. So anyway, you have this checklist with this line item on it. If you don't do it, you penalize yourself. What is your penalty? It, it can't be something that's going to be so debilitating that it's going to like scare you away. Right. But it's got to be something that you're going to be pissed off that you don't get to do. Okay. Maybe you watch Netflix for 20 minutes every night before you go to bed. Maybe you watch an episode of like, I don't know. I don't even know what's on. Um, uh, the arrested development. I think that's on there. Um, okay. And, and I think those, those episodes are short anyway, whatever, then you can't do it. Right. You, you take away your option of doing that. Okay. Or you want, you know, whatever it could be TV, could be something else. Maybe you have, um, maybe you typically reward yourself with like one, I don't know, Snickers mini like piece of candy. Okay. And which I think, you know, like nutritionally, like that you can work them in pretty easily. But anyway, whatever it is, that one sweet thing, you don't get to have that. Great. That's your penalty. Boom. Done. And that might be enough. Okay. That a lot of cases, guys, something that simple is enough. It is enough. I promise you it's enough. As long as you do it and you dangle that carrot out there, it's enough. Okay. Here's another one that's very effective. So the penalty applies to all these, but here's some other things to bring it front of mind, because really what it's all about is bringing your action that you need to do front of mind, whatever you're struggling to stay consistent with, bring it front of mind, which means have it in the front of your mind as often as possible. Okay. Like constantly, if that's possible, if that's realistic, bring it front of mind and keep it there all day, all night, as often as possible. Okay. Have it at the front of your mind at all times, like project it out in your mind, like a, like a big freaking movie, like outdoor movie theater or something like just, just, just plastered on the front of your mind. So you can constantly see it. Does that make sense? I hope you guys are visualizing it the same way I am right now. But anyway, bring it front of mind. So put reminders on your phone, okay, to, to blink and show a a pop-up notification every day at the same time or something like that, or at different times. Okay. At different times, um, have a, 
uh, like a, an actual sticky note. I know I was talking about sticky notes earlier, but this in this case, it would actually work. Take a sticky note, write down the thing and put it in a place where you absolutely cannot miss it, right? On the bathroom mirror, on the steering wheel of your car, um, literally on the glass of your phone, um, on the refrigerator, stuff like that, okay? On the handle of the toilet so that when you flush the toilet, you have to look at it, okay? Places like that where you absolutely cannot miss it, okay? The more you do this, guys, you, let me, actually, I'm just gonna talk about routines, okay? Because this is all leading up to this, this routine, this repetition, right? Routines build consistency, okay? Routines build consistency. And consistency is the catalyst for habits, okay? Routines build consistency and consistency builds habits. You need to consistently do something over and over and over in a routine way in order to build habits. Does that make sense? We talk about things like habits can be built in 30 days or habits can be built in 60 days and stuff like that, or habits can be built by doing something 200 times. Great. That's fine. Sure. But you need to do it consistently. Consistently. You can't do the same thing like once a month for 200 months and expect it to become a habit. That's not going to happen. That's not how it works. It's talking about it's consistency over and over and over again with like short time intervals in between. You want to build muscle memory. Right? I always like to talk about the habit of driving, okay? Because most of us, I am 34 years old. Driving is a habit for me. It's not a active thing. Right? I do it passively like most people, right? Most people my age and older, and I would say even like mid-20s, like late 20s, if you got your driver's license at 16, by 26, 27, driving is a habit. It's not something you do actively. It's something you do passively. The only time that it's active is when you're going somewhere you don't normally go and you really don't know where you're going and you're super alert because of that or whatever, or you're in a new city or something, or like you've got, I don't know, you've got precious cargo, right? You've got your kid in the back or something like that. But for most of us, in most driving situations, it is passive, meaning you do it out of habit. How is that possible? How can you operate a motor vehicle out on a road with other motor vehicles without killing yourself or killing someone else and driving off into the ocean or driving off into a lake or driving off a bridge, okay, in an overpass? How is that possible? It's possible because you built the habit and you only built the habit because you did it consistent, uh, consistently. You, you had a repetition, right? And you did that repetition consistently. Now, when you go to driving school, they give you a routine, right? They give you a routine. You get in the car, you put your seatbelt on, you sit, you've got your hands at 10 and 2, and you look in your mirrors, and you do all the stuff, and you're driving, you come to a stop here, you turn on the blinker, you wait three seconds, whatever, right? You have this, <laughs> this routine that you're supposed to follow, and you do that routine for a while because it's new. It's a new environment. You're nervous, whatever. So you do that routine. Once that routine starts to become muscle memory, you're still doing the routine, but you're doing it a little with a little less actively, a little bit more passively. And you're doing it consistently every single day. When you're 16, you're probably driving to school and you're driving to your retail job or whatever. Then you're driving to college or then you're driving to this place and this work and this, this office. And then you're driving to see your girlfriend and your boyfriend, right? You're doing all these things and the routine of driving, the routine of operating the car 
you do consistently over and over and over. And then you stop thinking about it because it's habit. It's habitual. It's in the background. Okay. That is exactly what nutrition is like. That is exactly what training and working out are like. All right. The first few months of doing it, you're going to be actively doing it, actively thinking about it. And you should be, that's great. You're going to be actively doing it. Okay. But as you move on, okay, as you move on, you build this habit, you build habits. And that's, this is where people also get hung up. They think when you go to the gym enough, or when you eat enough, that you can just do that exact same thing forever. And that's not true. You still need to change things up. You still need to use progressive overload and you need to do things to keep atrophy from taking over. All right. But the, if you step back a layer, okay, that's like the deep in the weeds stuff. If you step back a layer, the consistency comes from, okay, I'm in the the gym and I'm training from this time to this time. Okay. I'm in the kitchen and I'm meal prepping or whatever from this time to this time. I'm eating this and this. I'm eating these macros. The specifics, that's something else. Like that's the decision making, like the on the spot decision making. Like when you're driving, yes, you're doing it habitual, but you're still looking. You're still looking your at you're taking your eyeballs and you're pointing them at this crosswalk to make sure that yeah, I'm going to turn out of habit, but I want to make sure I don't turn and kill somebody who's walking across the street, right? You still that's in the weeds stuff. Okay. And you eventually build the habit of, of making those adjustments. Like you can be in the gym and you can make the adjustment to incorporate progressive overload or do whatever to make things harder to still get progress out of it and make progress and get, you know, get gains. Uh, (laughs) But you do that habitually. And guess how you do that habitually? You do that habitually because you've done it routinely and consistently over and over and over and over again. And how do you do that? You bring it all front of mind so that you're always thinking about it. Okay. You're always thinking about it. You're always wondering about it. You're always curious about it. You're always concerned about doing well and advancing and developing. So do those things, guys, bring it front of mind as often as possible and get creative with it. So I listed off a few ways you can do that, but, but get creative with it. Now, my clients, they don't have much of a choice because I'm always in their ear, right? So I'm watching them every single day and I see what they do. And if they're not doing stuff, they hear from me, okay? Um, and, and they know that. And because they know that, it's always front of mind. And because it's front of mind, they do it. And when they don't do it, they hear about it and they don't want to hear about it. So it works, right? It's, just, it's a beautiful system. It's very harmonious. And then what happens is when they leave me, right? which, you know, I don't want them to leave me because when they do, you know, the chances of things changing are are always there. But when they eventually leave me, they have habits instilled and they have habits instilled because we were consistent and we were repetitive for a long period of time. Okay. And that's what I'm trying to get everyone else to do. Um, The specifics on how to do that, that's going to be unique to you. That's going to be unique to your situation. Um, if you need help with that, if you need help cure, creating what that consistency needs to look like, then I encourage you to go over to my website, gordonalight.com slash apply and jump on the phone with me. Okay. That will lead you to a schedule or you can schedule a breakthrough call with me. What is a breakthrough call? This is the best part. 
This is a totally free call. It's like 45 minutes. We'll jump on the phone and I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I'm going to ask you to break down what's working, what's not working, what's going on with your, your goal. What is your goal? And where are the, the faults, right? Where are the pitfalls? What are the landmines that you've been stepping in that are keeping you from getting you there? Okay. And on the same token, what are the things that you've been able to avoid that have helped propel you closer? And we're going to really dive in and figure out what needs to be done in your life in order to take you to the next level. Okay. Maybe that includes working with me. Maybe it doesn't. Okay. There's plenty of people I talk to that we part ways and it turns out that we're not a great fit and that's fine, but they still walk away from that call knowing what they need to do. Okay. And it's unique to their situation. It's way more than I can share in a podcast. So if that's you, if you do need help with this, if you do want to explore some options, go to gordonalight.com slash apply. We can talk about it. But anyway, guys, I hope this helped. I hope this painted a little bit better of a picture of what you need to break through to the next level and maybe some ways that you can incorporate today to start doing that. So, um, Anyways, again, guys, if you got value out of this, please, like I said in the beginning, share this with a friend. Go over to iTunes, leave me a rating, leave me a review. I'd really appreciate it. That's going to wrap this up. So going forward, one more time, there's only going to be one episode per week. I do have a pretty awesome list of of topics that I'm going to be talking about going forward, including some some case studies and some things. So um, anyway, be on the lookout. There's a lot of good content coming. And thank you so much for being a subscriber. I really appreciate it. If you if you are a subscriber, whether it's one episode or all 92 episodes up to this point, thank you so much. I love you. I appreciate it. And with that, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. As always, train with purpose, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. See you.